This is a Rooster Teeth production. Welcome to OT3. As you can tell, today uh, we are joined by some very special guests. Would you like to introduce yourselves? We'll go with... Who first? Who first? Me, Me. because it's my birthday. Oh, Oh, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Uh, Hi, I'm Duo. I am kind of contractor, kind of chat mod. Always friend. Always friends, just kind of always around. I I feel yeah. like you've been with us for so long, Duo. <laughs> I, have, I have, have many, many little, like, tiny, tiny hats that I wear. Yes. Yeah. And the wonderful, the magnificent. It's me. I'm Caden. Hi, it's everyone. Ken. I am the junior video editor of Achievement Hunter and local JRPG connoisseur. I can't speak <laughs> yes and I am Sarah Weems and of course we also have me I'm Ashley um obviously you've noticed yeah. that Steffi's not here today she is actually at Universal Studios going on slides you know <laughs> doing yep. all kinds of crazy stuff Thank doing all kinds of things <laughs> um <laughs> So to start it off, I'm going to do what I'm going to take over Steffi's thing. I'm going to shout out a commenter um, on the RT site. I'm I'm shouting this person out because I read the comment and it made me laugh so much. Uh, Dented cave dude. Um, and the comment is I'm listening. I listened to this whole thing on a random podcast app, but I came here to say I love the furious typing at the end trying to find the furniture kink word. <laughs> so apparently it was just so loud. OK, and then listen to last week's episode. <laughs> Uh, Sarah went through a list of kinks for Kinktober, and, she had, and me and Steffi trying to like figure out what it what was. They oh, yeah, yeah. And then there was the last one that Sarah forgot the name to, and she said fornication. And we're like, that's sex, Sarah. <laughs> 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 and she couldn't figure out what the actual word was. They so just heard typing furiously in the background. <laughs> and uh, for the record, the word is fornophilia. fornophilia. So- oh, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. What? What is it? What is it? Well, I was doing it. It's fine. <laughs> That's what see. I, here's yes. the thing. Caden reads fan fiction, and that is how you know what it is. Yeah. Something about being furniture. That's where we're gonna stay with that. <laughs> you really want to like know? Watch the last week's episode. Yes. But what are we talking about this week? You guys want to tell us? I was going to say, is that, is that our cue? Yeah, that's your cue. That's your cue. Yo. Go ahead. Only the greatest series of all time and eternity and every world ever existent. (laughs) It's Kingdom Hearts Hour, baby. Yeah. Finally, me and Kanan, it's our time to shine. We win. (laughs) So uh, it was really funny because me and Sarah had been thinking about doing a Kingdom Hearts episode for a little while. And um, it's just so happens we were telling Kaden and it was like, you would leave me out of this? How dare (laughs) you? No, it was it was the fact that Sarah asked Kaden, hey, do you want to do the Kingdom Hearts recording today on my birthday? Also knowing that I am a Kingdom Hearts fan and have joked multiple times about how I would be on 
for a Kingdom Hearts part. They just had to tell me. You just had to tell me you were doing this. And I was down. And then you were just like, hey, Caden, you want to do this Kingdom Hearts podcast recording today? And we can't realized... have Sora without Roxas. Yeah, yeah. it's true. We, we needed both. We needed both. So, Isn't it you um, can't have Roxas without Sora? Uh, technically, you can have Roxas without Sora, but it's really, really complicated. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> For, whole, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Welcome to Kingdom Hearts. Welcome to Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> okay, so um, just because not everybody... I would assume everybody's heard of Kingdom Hearts at this time, but you'd be surprised. So like for like talking, like if you're talking to somebody who's never, ever heard of Kingdom Hearts or they kind of know a little bit about it. I was going to throw this question to both Duo and Caden and Sarah. Uh, Can you describe Kingdom Hearts in one sentence? Yes, I can. Go for it. Because I've actually, I've done this before. So it is a Japanese... uh, RPG style game where you play as a boy who goes to different Disney worlds with Disney characters and kind of tries to unlock this grander mystery slash adventure that he's sort of dragged into. I want to do mine before Caden does theirs because okay. I feel like Caden's is going to be better than mine. Okay, um, It is Disney meets um final fantasy and they had a baby and that baby is kingdom hearts and somehow <laughs> disney lets it continue <laughs> that, that's okay all right caden local dork son finds a keyblade and causes a bunch of existential crisis featuring disney and final fantasy the most ambitious crossover of all time um. <laughs> I feel like I, I gave like an actual explanation. You, you to the, did like, because that, and I went, that's all I had to say was what you said. So then I went with the Caden response <laughs> and I went with the Sarah response because it's just like one of those kingdom hearts is one of those things that I cannot fathom on a like link. Like it's like one mm. kingdom hearts. Sure. I, like it's like, okay, they, they tested it out. Like yeah. the fact that there's like what, six of them. It's like, how has Disney there, continued to more. let, there's more there's more oh okay how is disney (laughs) like it just seems like so off of disney's like general i mean it's probably a money maker and that's why they let it exist but it's just like it's so far off from disney and like they're so careful about what they own and they're just they just gave it to this random person go yeah go on ahead do whatever you want with this and this person just basically wrote an entire like it's it's an au it is a space (laughs) fantasy au of disney characters (laughs) <laughs> like <Yeah>. that's it <laughs> I mean it kind of not uh, I think because it's I more mean, of it's more Square Enix property than yeah, Disney it's Square, property it's, it's Square Enix but Disney's just like my my kids can come over to play but they're mm-hmm. only allowed to stay till 6 and then they have to come home and also here's all these laws and guidelines I have that you can and can't yeah. like have like they can't have chocolate kind of thing and if yeah. they have chocolate this we'll is, take it away and you have to rewrite the whole thing this is a list of their allergies if you do anything involving their allergies then the kids never come back is so do you know their allergies yeah what are the what are the rules do you guys know them well one like, of the allergies what, is don't make elsa f- evil yeah it, it's <laughs> so uh one of the big things is that like you can't really sort of change too much of like the characters mm-hmm. themselves. So in this case, like Elsa in Kingdom Hearts 3, when they had the Frozen World, she was supposed to be because in the first movie, you know, in Frozen, she has the whole like, Am I the good guy? Am I the bad guy? You were supposed to fight her 
because she was going to be like the final boss of that world. And Dizzy's like, no, 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 no. Elsa's a good person. She's she's the good queen. You can't make her bad. And so they had to basically scrap that entire story. And they're just like, well, we have nothing else planned for this. So we're just going to go through the entirety of Frozen yeah. again. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah. So there's so. a certain rule. Although I would, to be fair, considering how protective Disney is, like that's not a terrible, you know, that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Although I have no. to imagine Square Square Enix really knows exactly what they can and cannot do. And the game probably goes, I can only imagine how many revisions and things and lawyers have to go over it for us to actually even get them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think, well, because it's like because of that, I think Frozen end up being one of the last worlds they end up finishing because they had to go back basically like halfway and scrap what they had planned and just redo it. And then they had to do this whole other thing. Like they had to reuse maps and stuff like that in the game or in that particular world because they're just like, well, this is going to be the, the, you know, the spot where you're supposed to find Elsa, but uh, giant wolf instead. Why is this here? Ah, <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> so I've played, I've only, I've never finished the kingdom hearts game because my mm-hmm. sister finished them. So like yeah. then I there was no point for me finishing them of course as siblings go, um, and I just like does everybody hate the Hercules level? Is that like unanimous? No, uh, no, it, it's not everybody hates the Hercules level. Lots of people don't like the Sephiroth fight. Is the thing mm. that I know. It's it's specifically the Sephiroth fight against Sephiroth. Is... Okay, Sephiroth. wait, pause. We should okay. probably actually. <laughs> Explain to Ashley what Kingdom Hearts is. Yes, not I've not seen crazy it. Crazy detail, like the story. You're, you're yes. asking about like okay, okay. Do okay, like the start, like the beginning kind of thing. Well, here, like the synopsis. <laughs> yeah, give the give a brief synopsis. Okay. Uh, I'll say I could do it or you could do it, Ken. However, I'll do, do my best. Uh, d- okay. Drop in any stuff I'm missing, though, kind of thing. Um, yeah, I gotcha. So pretty much, this this kid Sora, he's living on these islands with his buddies, his friends, and they're like, "We're gonna go on adventures to see other worlds." And then one day, um, pretty much the darkness shows up and kind of takes over his island. And as he's fighting it, suddenly he gets like a flash of light and he has this this blade that's shaped like a key in his hand. And suddenly that's the only way he's able to fight these uh, these shadow darkness things, which are known as the Heartless. And through that, he gets kind of yeeted up into another world where he meets Donald and Goofy, um, who become his partners of the game. And he goes through a bunch of different Disney, Disney worlds, kind of trying to put together how to save his friends while also helping all of the Disney characters through like their adventures because the darkness, the heartless are starting to take over all of these worlds and swallowing them up. Yeah. And then, gotcha. yeah. And then as you progress throughout the other games, you see that there is a, a much grander mm-hmm. scheme and a much bigger thing that's happening in the background. And so he's kind of dragged into this like huge story involving like all these other people and other, uh, you know, folks that can also, use similar if like very very similar keyblades that like what he has and it's you know he realizes like oh like i'm he's literally being dragged into the middle of all of this he's like well 
guess I gotta help stop this now because, you know, it's the only way he can get his friends back and, like, try and help everybody. And the the two friends, it's like, I, I kind of know it's like Kyrie, right? Mm-hmm, and yeah. then um, the other one is like his best friend, but he, go, he goes bad, right? It, yeah. So, yeah, so Riku. Riku, Riku and Kyrie. So Riku was in, always a bitch, though. So in in the first game, in the first game, <laughs> yeah, it very early on, and it's it's this whole thing of like Riku kind of has this like very big like emo phase very early on in the games, which is why it's sort of like he's the the bad guy, he's the best friend turned bad guy, but then he realizes like, oh hey, my bad, probably not the best move I could have done. Let me f- try and fix some of the shit that I already kind of caused. And then he becomes a good guy. So it's like he learns how to use the darkness and then he kind of flips the script and uses the darkness to fight for good. I'd also like to point out that he's like 14 at the very beginning. Yeah, they're all 14. These kids are 14 at the beginning. As of current timeline, I believe they're like 17 around. Well, yeah. uh, Sora Sora and Kairi are 17. Riku's 18 because Riku is one year older. He's the oldest out of the three. Yeah. So, and those are our three like mains. We kind of like yeah. And then like, who is Roxas? Oh, <laughs> wow! Welcome, welcome to the Sora Heart Hotel. Heart. So, uh, one of the big uh, like canon plot points within Kingdom Hearts is that Sora. It, it's the joke is called the Heart Hotel, and it's essentially uh, one of the things that they like to focus on in Kingdom Hearts is that everyone's hearts are somehow connected to each other through like memories or like emotions, you know, like there's different ways for the hearts to connect. And Sora, just because he just is really, really, really good at it, uh, has a lot of people that are connected to his heart. And Roxas is this sort of like part of him that like, trying to think how to explain this without making it sound too confusing, but there's no way to do it. Roxas is sort of like the other side of the coin of Sora, Mm -hmm. where it's, same same heart, but two different entity entities connected to the same heart. So like if you have like side A, Roxas is side B. So he's a lot more uh emotional. Um aggressive. not like in a bad way. Yeah, he's much more aggressive, a lot more emotional. He's kind of a little bit more standoffish. He's like doesn't a hundred percent get along with people a lot, which again, opposite of Sora. Sora gets along with everyone. He's very just like laid back, just sort of like, hey, let's just Go with the flow and see what happens. Um, but I've, they they kind of need each other in order to yeah. exist. And it's, hmm. it's yeah. I have it's a very really important question. Dynamic. So, yes. like, what's the fan fiction like? Gay? Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> but how? With who? <laughs> Who's the big, big ships? Sorry, uh, Riku. Mm. So, yeah, Sora, Riku, Rox, so, Roxas, and Ro- Axel Axis, is another yeah. big one. Um, and Axel's from Final S- Fantasy, yeah? No, no. Ax- Axel is a Kingdom Hearts character. He's you're thinking Roxas of Reno, probably friend, right? With the big sword. The big sword. <laughs> Who has the are big you sword? Thinking cloud? So, are you, so yeah, are you thinking good. cloud? I'm thinking cloud. <laughs> cloud is in Kingdom Hearts, so he yes. is in there, but he's a Final Fantasy character and only so, a side character. I guess yeah. we'll, we'll hit on this later because I'm curious how Final Fantasy dips into Kingdom Hearts, and it kind of. Like like a ship, it comes in and out. <laughs> I feel essentially, like. yeah. Well, it was so so in the early game. So like in the first game, and like going from there, uh, in one of the worlds, you have this place that's called Traverse Town, and it's sort of like this this world that exists of like characters 
who either get lost or pushed out of their world or like their world gets taken over by the darkness and they have nowhere else to go. They end up in Traverse Town. And that's kind of where the Final Fantasy characters were. Was that uh, because they were originally some of the like the more mainline characters that were supposed to be in the series. And so you were supposed to meet them and they helped you at the beginning. And then it was supposed to be throughout the rest of the series. You were supposed to continuously work with them. But then Sora, Riku, and Kairi just became more popular. And then they started fleshing out more Kingdom Hearts characters. So mm-hmm. Final Fantasy kind of took a step back mm-hmm. as the actual Kingdom Hearts characters kind of yeah. stepped more into the light. Oh, That's yeah. fascinating. I also yeah. feel like it's, isn't there like, doesn't Kyrie have like a double as well? Yeah. Yes, that's not me. Yep. Yeah. Okay. This is coming back to me. Yeah. So but basically it's like Sora and Kyrie have like their two doubles, which is really easy because it's it's the two people that look exactly like them, but with mm-hmm. blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Ex- yeah. ex- Sora kind of, there's two people that look like him with blonde hair, but does, that's another story. Does Riku have a double or no? No, no, Riku. Riku's just kind of because Riku's he went not more special of like. Enough. Well, he went more of like emo route, so like the darkness kind of prevents him from yeah. having like a double because he's just like I'm gonna use the darkness to fight and protect my friends. But if I go too far, it'll consume me. Yeah, that's, you know that that's type Riku. of thing. Yeah. See, it's just so weird for me. I don't know. Like, I just it doesn't. I because I never played past the sec. Like I played the first game. And I played most of the second. And so in my brain, Riku's evil. And so it's wild for me to think that there's a world where he's not evil asshole. Oh, so it's it's a ahead. journey. It's definitely a journey. And it's something like me and Dua talk about a lot with people because it's like King- Kingdom Hearts is one of those series that like if you actually like sit down and, you know, just play the games kind of like in like the order it should be. It's really not that confusing. There's a lot of work. It's like one of those things where like if you're going into like, I don't know. Harry Potter book seven as your first Harry Potter, right? And you're like, yeah. Or it's hours. it's like it's like if you go from like Harry Potter like book one, but then they release what should be book three afterwards, and then book five releases after that. But then in between, they kind of squeeze in book two. It's the thing that makes it confusing is that the mm-hmm. games were technically released out of canon story order, hmm. um, because certain games. You know, they had a lot of free time or it was one of those things of like, well, this got greenlit before this one did. So this one released first, even though this game in the story is before. So it's a lot of it is like trying to like release the games. But then, you know, the whole how are the Japan? Yeah. How are the games released? Like, what was the do you guys remember which one released? So it was Kingdom Hearts one came out on the PlayStation 2. Yeah. Uh, And then it was. Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memory. Did that come out before too? That was the DS game, right? Yes. yes. So, so yeah, so that came out um and then that was on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, so it, it was so it was it was you had Kingdom Hearts, which is the first game. You had Chain of Memories, which was the like the DS game in between. Then you had Kingdom Hearts 2, PS2 again. Yes, which and then after that I believe it was I looked it up. It's coded. Oh, Coded. Okay. Coded wouldn't have come out for a long time after that. Yeah, yeah, 2010. It was, so it's Kingdom Hearts 1 was two, 2002. Chain of Memories was 2004. Kingdom Hearts 2 was 2005. Um, then Coded was out in 2000. 
9, 2010, it looks like. Yeah, and then I believe um, it was 358 was after that. Mm-hmm. And that and was, then it was 2009. Wait, what? Yeah. And then, well, because... Oh, there Japan. Certain, yeah, it, certain games released in Japan before they were they came over here. So uh, it was been 358. And then after that, I believe it was Birth by Sleep. Mm-hmm. Also then, 2010. Yeah, that one was the PSP game. Okay. Um, yeah, because that that one. So I believe originally Birth by Sleep was supposed to be a Japan only title, mm-hmm. but it became super popular that it it ended up becoming an international game. So it was supposed to be just for um, Japanese audience, but okay. because it became so popular and it actually became like a larger part of the story, I believe, than it was originally intended to be, they ended up releasing it internationally. And then you go into Dream Drop Distance. I think came out and then you have back cover somewhere in between those three, the mobile game released. I don't remember what year it was, but the mobile game came out and then you have a fragmentary passion passage. And then I believe it's kingdom Hearts three. I don't see fragmentary passage here. It was part of the, uh, kingdom Hearts X. It was like the, the 2.8, a fragmentary passage is what it's called. See, this does not help. <laughs> I know with like, trying to so, understand the okay. storyline. So pretty much now we have it really easy because, like, it's like I, me and me and Duo have very different experiences with Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. where it was Duo's like childhood game, right? Like that was like something yeah. you kind of played throughout your life. I, I I played the game since I like the first time I played Kingdom Hearts one. I was like six or seven. I I played it super early on. Mm-hmm. And so I had a different experience than her where I played it a little bit as a kid uh, when I was like 10, but then I just like, it was like a rental game kind of thing. So I never mm-hmm. played it. But now all of the games are conveniently in like one system in like two little like uh, bundles kind of thing. So it's really easy just to like play through everything at this point. So um, you can play 385 now on like Xbox? So it's like a movie. So basically what they do right now is that they have bundles. And so some of the like games that were on like the DS, uh, the, the, game the mobile Boy. games, Game Boy, stuff like that. Some of them they um, they brought over to console, like Dream Drop Distance was for the 3DS. And you can play that, play that fully on the, the PlayStation now and Xbox. Um, but the, the Chain of Memories Game Boy version, you can't... It, that that one is just a movie yeah. because of how old it was and just, like, the file type and stuff like that. I was thinking, so, it was, like, Game Boy. Like, that must be really... Yeah. What did that look like? Yeah, I, so... It was like this. Like, because mm-hmm. I remember, because I played With it. little it was square. It was literally like this. <laughs> yeah. Was it good? So, uh, I mean, the story for Chain of Memories is good. Mm-hmm. The, the, the thing is... Chain of Memories is considered probably the least favorite game out of the franchise, and it's because they tried to do something different where they implemented like a card system to play it. Oh. And it didn't, It nobody really liked it. I mean, like, if you do like it, good on you. Most people don't like it. Like, it, it, it was just not that great, so they end up never doing the card system again because it was just bad. So it was almost like, so when you say a card system, you mean like it was kind of like, those games where you use cards to like make moves like yeah it was essentially you had like a deck of cards that you that were be available for fights and then you had to pick through the deck but only a limited amount of them would be available on the screen at a time so every time you draw one a different card would pop up and you would just have to hope that whatever card pulled up was something that you could use and like 
certain <clears throat> battles in that game, it worked, and others, it was just, it was not good. Uh, mm. Like, good. The, the thing with the Kingdom Hearts is that they always try something different. They, mm-hmm. they like to try different types of gameplay style or different types of games that can be used. That's why it's like, you know, you have the mobile game, you have the rhythm game, which is Melody and Memory. Like, they, they love to try to do different types of gameplay. But why? Because it keeps the games interesting. And also, Nomura likes to try different game types. He, he loves doing different types of gaming as long as it can somehow fit within the world of the story. That's like, like his thing. They're all really interesting and stuff like that. And I think it kind of pertains to different types of gamers in each. Um, Nomura also like is he did uh, Final Fantasy VII and is currently in charge of Final Fantasy VII Remake in terms of his some of his just a couple of his other works that he does. Yeah. And that's also very similar where there's a lot of different different things that are going on in that. And I think that he kind of takes that and then implements it into his story for Kingdom Hearts. Um, <clears throat> and it's guys- honestly very fascinating to see how the gameplay and stuff actually integrates with the actual like story and stuff in, mm-hmm. in yeah. the moment of playing it. It's it's he experiments. He yes. likes to experiment a lot. Do you guys like that he experiments or would you rather it kind of be more does it keep it interesting? Like does it Um early on it was kind of difficult because like some of the earlier games, you know, it, it like the Game Boy, the uh going into Kingdom Hearts 2. Like Kingdom Hearts 2, I absolutely adore that game, but like there were certain mechanics that at the time it was just like what the hell is this type mm-hmm. of thing. Now, I think it's, you know, I think it's smart. I think it keeps the like franchise like it it keeps it interesting because you go like hardcore Kingdom Hearts fans go into the games knowing okay well we're going to be trying something different we're going to be doing a different type of gameplay let's let like well, let's see what it is because i think the gameplay helps with enhancing the story a bit so too. question is that why they're not called one two and three except one two and three are the only ones that are like the same gameplay is because they know that that's for the broader audience not for the devoted audience not they're all mainline games so even if it doesn't have one two three yeah uh it's and and a lot of them do have similar gameplay like three and birth by sleep have very similar if someone played one two three without the other games would you come away with the story intact or would you no, just like no, have no, tons no, of absolutely goals? not okay yeah. so what, what ended up happening was because kingdom hearts 3 was delayed for 10 years uh so I remember when it came out it was a big deal <laughs> Because Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, and then when they announced Kingdom Hearts 3, or they were just like, yeah, it's in production, we're going to be working on it. It was supposed to come out, I believe, after Birth by Sleep, if I remember correctly. Like, it was supposed to be, like, super soon after that. And then it got delayed basically 10 years because uh, Nomura had certain, like, Pixar and, like, Disney properties that he really wanted to put into the game, but Disney just wouldn't budge on it. So he's like, okay, I can wait. And he waited until they finally gave in. And so, are you serious? What, yeah, mm-hmm. he, yeah. That that's why it took ten years. He waited to get the pr- approval for those properties. And so, is it Monsters Inc? Uh, it was Monsters Inc. It was Toy Story, um, Frozen. When that got introduced, then he wanted to put Frozen in, um, which is why it's like Dream Drop, Back Cover, the mobile game. Like all those ones came out to kind of fill in the time. Yeah. Because he's just like, I'll just keep coming up with other games in between. And those I games don't have any Disney properties in them, do they? Uh, no, they do. Yeah, they do. 
Yeah. They're just but older it, Disney properties. They're, yeah, they're, they're other cleared. Disney pro Yeah, they were ones that they already had the okay to use. Okay. It was it was mostly like the the Pixar ones that they just didn't have the okay to use. And yeah. Nomura was like, I want Pixar in the third game. I will just keep waiting until you give me Pixar in the third and game. And it was worth it. Those Pixar worlds are the, really good. They're, yeah, they're really, probably, really good. They're some of the best worlds that they've introduced, honestly. Mm. Like the Toy Story one the is toys. fucking phenomenal. It's so good. <laughs> like it's such a move though to just be like i'll wait <laughs> yeah no but that, like that's the thing is that like the more absolutely 100 percent was like yeah i could just keep waiting i'll just keep putting out other games in between until you because give me these ones he has a story in place like he knows what he's doing and he's just like okay cool this is how i can supplement these other story parts to like integrate into this better kind of thing because there's a yeah. lot of like prequels and stuff like that that are more like lore based that like really genuinely help out the story. So in the end, it's almost beneficial that that happened because when we hit three, there was a lot of like us going, oh my God, birth by sleep said this, blah, 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 blah. This is from yeah. Dream Drop, blah, 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 blah. This is from the mobile game. Oh my God. Like it's, it was a very, very uh, satisfying, like putting those little bits together into where we're at currently. So yeah. what is, I mean, in, in your opinion, the right way to play the games is it the way that they came out or is there an actual order that or is it the chronological sense? order because i know that there's that one that's like about like the the the, the war of the keys the keyblade war keyblade war <laughs> so yeah so it the the way to play it it depends on the because the, the release order doesn't always make sense you could do it in the timeline order which if that's the case then birth by sleep is technically one of the first ones you do because technically the so one of the things I think is funny, and I tell this to people, the mobile game in canon, in, in timeline order, the mobile game is the oldest part of the story, and it has the most lore mm. out of all of the Kingdom Hearts games. The mo the mobile game has the most. What kind of, of game everything. is it? It is uh basically they tried to implement similar playstyle. So instead of uh, using a controller, you basically you're just tapping in order to do the damage. So you're still doing like picking spells. You still are like fighting with keyblades and switching keyblades out, and traveling but to you different tap? worlds. Yeah, you just tap instead. Like it. That's really it. But um, I, since the mobile game is like you know not a lot of people are crazy about the mobile game. Mm -hmm. Um because people just don't like playing mobile games. The The way that I tell people is very similar to the release order, which is I say Kingdom Hearts 1, Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 2, and then 358 Days, just because Kingdom Hearts 2 and 358 Days over 2, that's all of like the Roxas story. So I feel like Kingdom Hearts 2 is just a better starting point for yeah, that. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Then you can do Recoded, Birth by Sleep, Dream Drop Distance, Back Cover, Fragmentary Passage, then Kingdom Hearts 3. And now, I guess, technically, Melody and Memory would be the last one in the story. Yeah. That's a lot of games. It's a lot of games, <laughs> but also, uh, one of the things that's, like, super, super nice is that because some of them are, like, older handheld games, and they, like, kind of condense them down into movies, like, you can easily, if you do the, like, one the 1.5 plus 2.5, like the little combo, like all in one pack that they have existing now. Mm -hmm. You could just watch through the, the movie of that. And then like, you just see the major parts of the story, the major cutscene things. Mm -hmm. And then like 
you're done. Like you could sit there for like an hour, hour and a half, and then I'm it's pro that concept in a game as a whole. Like, sorry, Kate, I interrupted you. Oh no, you're good. I was just gonna say because like I I've said this before. I don't know if I did it on this podcast, but I um I've never played The Last of Us. But somebody, when The Last of Us came out, they went through and they edited all the cutscenes and like mm-hmm. important conversations into a movie on YouTube. And it was like four hours. And I watched that shit and it was so much fun. And it was like, I literally yeah. was like, I was like, I don't have time to play this video game, but I still want to know the story. And so like, I feel like having stuff like that, especially on like a paid media in in the sense, because it's like part of that combination makes a lot of sense for games like this. And I don't know why more games don't do it because there's so many games in the game series that really could benefit for something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is also, it's another thing that like Nomura also was very encouraging of doing like the movies because exactly what you're saying, like not a lot of people do that stuff, but he also knows that like no one's going to go and play the, the Game Boy Color chain of memories like so much lore but But how do you get it that shit's probably so expensive and that that's why it's just sort of like here's a you know a a condensed movie of like all the important stuff from it watch this cool you did it kingdom hearts 2 go ahead and play that like Mm -hmm. it it makes it so much easier to follow the story that way and it also it connects to him just trying different things like different ways of media different ways of consuming the story different ways of experiencing the story mm-hmm. like that's that's always just been like a Nomura thing it's just so accessible now and it's like really yeah. really cool to see and they continuously are trying to like make things even more accessible as as time goes on kind of thing yeah um so I assume that duo you kind of as soon as things came out you played the the mobile game the I suffered game boy <laughs> yeah I I suffered through having to wait for every title as it was coming out I I was like stealing my friend's PSP to play it I was playing the mobile game on my phone which at the time didn't have enough space on it so I had yep. to keep uninstalling it and then when a new update come out I would reinstall it and play <laughs> through it again because oh I had no other way to play it yep I it would not be, be stopped. So sad. Um, yeah. And Kaden, you had mentioned that you didn't really have it early on. Did you just mm-hmm. like find it and then just, I don't know, kind of like watch it all or like play it all at once as soon as you started getting into yeah, it? Yeah, I, um, I, I played it as a kid a little bit, but then I was scared because Ursula scared me as a youth. So I couldn't, <laughs> so I got scared in the, the land of Blockbuster and I couldn't get past the first world. So I gave it up uh, at age 10 and then I met, I ended up meeting a lot of friends that were really into it. And then when three was coming out, I was like, oh my God, that's really awesome. And I had gotten a PS4, they had put the collections out and I binged it in about two months. I binged the entire series. Um, right. Actually, me and Duo had just become friends and I think she had been yeah. there like just sitting with me in calls as I cried over Kingdom Hearts. Um, yeah, and because I finished you're... it like a week before Kingdom Hearts 3 came out and played that on release. Yeah, because you, you were just like, I really want to get into this franchise. I'm like, please do. Let me let me talk to you about this because... And here we are. So <laughs> Now here's my question. What is it that you just want... Like, what are like... Is there any like drama in the series or like moments that you just like want to talk about? Like, why should someone play this game? Not that we're making an ad for them, but like, I'm just curious. Like, you're like, I wanted somebody to talk to. And usually like when that's a thing, it's like because of a specific moment or a specific character that you just relate to and want to like... I- gush over for me it was like i really enjoyed it i i'm someone that when i consume media especially in the jrpgs anime anything of that the more 
uh, that side of things with media, I get really invested in characters and Kingdom Hearts has very, very strong characters. I feel like it's a very good coming of age story in a lot of ways. Um, people, it's really fun to make memes and stuff about Kingdom Hearts because it is a very fun game to joke about and make fun of, absolutely. But it also yeah. gets very, very deep and hits a lot of uh, deep emotions and stuff. And for me, it was like, I was really, I was like, oh, yeah, this is fun. I really, I like these characters. I vibe all of them. I'm all here for it. And it was Birth by Sleep for me because I, that's where I met my favorite character, Aqua, who is one of the female uh, leads. And wife. she, I am in love with her and we are married, <laughs> but also her, her story is very, very important to me and makes me very emotional. And I really, really love that entire game and its story. It was the first Kingdom Hearts game to make me like ball like a little baby. Yeah, because like each the the character and like the development of the characters is probably one of the main reasons why because each character has something different that mm -hmm. is a relatable thing. Like with Sora, it's him realizing that like, hey, I'm not the strong the like the strongest character here out of like all of the main characters in the story. Sora is only strong when he's with other people. Like, by himself, mm. he's not that great. Like, he's, he he's, they, and they, they commented about it through the game, is that, like, you're strong with your friends, but by yourself, you are so easy to take down. And it's Sora kind of learning how to accept the fact that, like, yeah, my source of power is the friendships and the people that I surround myself with. Mm -hmm. And with Aqua, a, a lot of, like, <laughs> with her story is that, you know, She's put in the situation where she's like, hey, I'm kind of like the only one left standing, even though at the beginning she was about like keeping everyone together as a team and making sure that we all work together and beat this together only for her to be the only person left. And she's like, well, I have to face this by myself because if I don't, nobody else will. And it's just sort of like, oh, my God. That, that's just epic. I'm, yeah, it's, it's, it's an very, emotional coaster. It hits yeah. very, very deep. Like, yeah, and and like each each character has something like that where it's like they have to basically like confront or like face something about themselves, and it's just sort of like seeing them kind of get to that point and then actually overcoming it and seeing what happens afterwards. It's just like, y'all, you're 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 growing up so fast. <laughs> And and there's like Disney sprinkled in all between. Yeah, yeah, and Donald Duck's in the background. <laughs> it's actually that's actually something that's really interesting for me because I did not grow up with Disney like at all. So mm. a lot and like to this day I haven't actually seen too too much Disney of like especially like the older stuff. And it's been really interesting being the person that goes, Oh, I know this character. They're from Kingdom Hearts. And yeah. only knowing Hated, my no. amount of Disney facts from Kingdom Hearts information, which is normally accurate to their character because of the law yeah. stuff we were okay. talking about earlier. But. Can can I ask? Okay, what was a Disney movie that you did not watch that you explored the world in Kingdom Hearts? I mean, all many of them. Um, yeah, I think Kate uh, like most of them. Beauty, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, Tarzan, Her Hercules for a while. Um, See, it's funny because one of the main reasons why I played Kingdom Hearts very early on was because my mom's like, oh, look, Disney. My child really likes Disney. Here you go. And I'm like, yay, look, it's the Little Mermaid. Oh, I my God. On. Yeah, like I I started playing the games because I knew the Disney properties in them. Because again, I was like 
six, seven, whatever it was. Like I was really young. So my mom was like, well, it's got Disney characters in it. It's yeah. gotta be a kid's game. So that's how I got into it. So I'm the opposite reason of Caden. Caden got into it because of all of the other characters. I got into it because of Disney specifically. And so Caden got into it because it was like Square Enix. You got into it because of Disney. Yeah. yeah. And then you met in the middle. And once this again, is, yeah. this is why we are the Sora and the Roxas. The Sora and the Roxas. Because our, makes our relationship. so much more sense now. The relationship of this franchise between me and Caden, we are always on the opposite ends when it comes to this franchise. And we just somehow meet in the middle every Every single time. <laughs> I love That's cute. that like there's like the duos who play Kingdom Hearts. Cause my sister had this as well. Her best friend in elementary school and high school. Um, they were Sora and Roxas. And like they had keychains, they had nicknames, they were in each other's phone, they did birthday things together. And I just love that like having that situation where you'd be like, oh, you're my Roxas to my Sora oh in my like God. a non and like in a friendly it's cute, way. It's cute. Yeah. And like it's just so cute. There's not enough of that. There's too many like triplets in the world of like the friendship. There's always like the th- the, the trip, the, the three people, not the two. So ah, so the tr- every trio in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, every trio in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> there is no trios in Kingdom the, Hearts. The two male, one female trio yeah. in every <laughs> every Which, piece of media ever. So, um, <laughs> who do you guys ship in Kingdom Hearts? Aqua and myself. <laughs> oh, this is where we find out that Caden's been reading self-insert fix this whole time. Out <laughs> um, of Aqua. <laughs> I, I mean, like very like early on in like my teen years, I was very big into Roxas and Axel. That was like mm. a big one for me. Um, and then I I really like that was probably like the main ship for me very early on because like the Roxas, Axel, and Shion, like that group, that's like my that's my favorite trio out of all of them that are out there. Like I love Aqua, but that trio. Perfect. I fucking I would die for those kids, right? <laughs> um but I don't think like I don't think there's really much outside of that one in particular. And that's only because it's like I got into that ship when I was like 13 or 14. Like it, it was like really mm-hmm. like at least over 10 years ago at this point. So it's it's those ships that you like go back to when you're just having a bad day and you're like, I'll go, I'll go read some of that. Yeah. <laughs> or do I you do- constantly keep up with it? Uh, I don't really constantly keep up with it just because it's been so many years since I've kind of been into it. Like, I won't necessarily read as as much fan fiction about it if I do see, like, fan art and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, I, I'm more of, like, a fan art kind of person, so. Yeah. Or, like, like with, merch, with, like, with collectible, like, little merch. in particular. Yeah. I was about to say something embarrassing, but I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> and this has nothing to do with Kingdom Hearts. Um, I saw fan art. <laughs> for a video game it was for legend of zelda and it was him and the big red shark and they were all just like this person being like i am the number one shipper it was a tiktok i'm the number one shipper of these two together and look at all my fan art and i was like why is this cute why did you make this cute and i was like i do not support monster fucking but here i am being like this is so cute i just need to share that (laughs) that's where we get that's where we get Um, man it's already at the end god guys and sarah's talking about monster fucking i guess you know we should probably cut this but i actually was gonna say that chelsea and i um chelsea atkins for those who may know who she is 
Um, me and her kind of bonded early on in my uh, career here at Rooster Teeth because fan fiction. And I got invited to her fan fiction group Slack and everything. And she had recommended to me Kingdom Hearts fan fiction, which I still have not read because the fan fiction she recommended to me is 632,000 words. Yeah. Welcome to the Kingdom Hearts fandom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Sarah, the Kingdom Hearts fandom has been around for a very, very long time. Like it is one of the most dedicated <laughs> fandoms I've been a part of. Like, yeah. and I made that in the most like genuinely like impressive way from the amount of mods and stuff that they put into the games to the fan art fan 20th anniversary i mean we got i mean before sora got announced in smash we got that trending for days yeah Yeah. oh yeah that's why we were doing this episode is because sora yeah (laughs) yeah sora's in smash now they they were joking about putting sora in smash like years and years ago Mm. like it's been so long that this joke has been going on and the fact that they put him in now specifically after the 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 fucking the uh 13th update too, which that's a, a there, significant there, number. 13 days on version 13 of Smash. <laughs> which what? is a, a very important po- number in Kingdom Hearts. Yes. It's like oh. letter X. It, yeah, it's a reoccurring thing that happens in the, the franchise. Yeah. So, so oh, basically you're telling like me it. a bunch of nerds who grew up with Kingdom Hearts were in charge of this. And they said, yeah. have you met Let's. Sakurai? Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't met Sakurai. So- Sakurai actually has been trying for a very long time to get Sora into Smash. Yeah. Does he work <laughs> for Smash? Who is, who is? He's the creator. He's the creator. Does he work for Smash? I love that. <laughs> so it's the creator of Kingdom Hearts? No! no. That's Switch. It's the creator of Smash Brothers. Fuck me. <laughs> well, this is Man. a learning podcast. You managed to do it again right at the end, Sarah. Can, right I, at the I, end. can I get that as like a cross-stitch pillow? Like <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I... Go read the fan fiction. Apparently it's super long. I looked it up and uh because I wanted to see word count. The number one, I don't know if this is oh <gasps> I don't know what this fan fiction is, but also the Nancy Drew video games is tagged in this fan fiction. Uh it's two million words. Two million eight hundred. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. Cro- Why crossover not? fan fiction is very popular with Kingdom Hearts fan fiction because they could travel to other worlds. So anything's possible. Wow, I didn't think about that. That must yeah. make crossover mm-hmm. fix like so easy. That's also that already makes embedded. Oh, that- that they makes also, Smash canon. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's also very um, cool to see the last Smash character be from one of, like, the OG, like, giant crossover series. Like, it's it's yeah. very symbolic. I just can't get over... Why is Nancy Drew in the same fan... Fa- like, it's the Nancy Drew video games. Guess you gotta read it. Yeah, yeah inbox it trolls. Guess you gotta read all two million... My Little words. Pony. I'm not oh, gonna. Don't I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's like the top. Oh, my God. The top page. There isn't a single fic below 400,000. Yeah. Welcome to the Kingdom Hearts fandom. (laughs) I just want fan fiction. What's the longest fan fiction of Kingdom Hearts that you've read? That I've read? I'm just curious. (laughs) Oh, fucking. I don't know. I... I couldn't tell you the longest one. I can tell you how long I've been reading fan fiction, but I couldn't tell you the longest Kingdom Hearts one I've ever read. 
Do you know how long I've been reading fanfics? <laughs> like That's fair. There's, yeah. I mean, I can, no, I can't because it's like series versus fan fiction because is that the same fan fiction? Because I've read a very, very long series. Sarah, Sarah's Sorry, the word is count person. Person. I am a word count person. But with 100%. that, um, we do need to wrap up the show. Uh, any last words about Kingdom Hearts? Kate and Duo, thank you so much for joining us. Play it. If you really yeah. want to learn the story, it's very good. It's on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. This is not an ad. I just love it. It's coming. <laughs> it's also Switch. coming to Switch. They're all it's coming to the Switch. Oh, yeah, and they're coming for Switch. Dude. Yeah. Listen like, to the music. Awesome. It'll make you play it. I yeah, will admit the opening song is to this day one of the fucking jammiest awesome. jams Utada, ever. My non-binary Dude. icon. Dude. <laughs> Fucking well, some of the when best opening walk music. Away, you I like haven't uh, memorized. It's but so yeah, good. Uh, I with Caden. If you want to know about Kingdom Hearts, if you want to know about the story, the best way to do it is to play it. it. It honestly just play the games, and it is such a good story, such a great franchise. I absolutely would die for this franchise. I love fan fiction. I'm just scrolling through. This is the description of this one is it is a family reunion except for Donald Duck and Goofy. That is all. I love Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I love the smash reveal. <laughs> it's a family reunion except Donald and Goofy aren't there. They are in our heart. They are in our, our heart. kingdom heart. <laughs> with that thank you everybody we'll see you next time and thank you guys so much for joining us and telling us so much about this fandom yes. thanks thank for having you. us yeah, of thanks. course bye. Bye. bye bye anyway I hate Donald Duck personally